Hi, everybody. Welcome to Transform Podcast, a place where you can come to learn about transformation. If this is your first time here, thank you for joining me. My name is Stephanie Zeller, and I am your host of this podcast. I have the the best listeners. You guys are so engaging. I love hearing from you. A lot of you have actually signed up for workshops and masterminds of mine, so I've gotten to know you intimately. I'm just so grateful for you and your time and attention. Thanks for being here today. Hopefully you listened to the last episode, which was how to use your triggers to set yourself free. That was part one of that episode about triggers and a part two is coming your way soon. This episode is, yeah, it's about what do you do when you're kind of like in the thick of it when you're like, what the fuck is going on? And what to expect as you go through that a way to get through it a little bit easier and what kind of magic and gloriousness you can find on the other side. Because believe you me, there is a ton of magic on the other side. Now, if you are listening to this in May of 2022, I want you to know that my self-guided workshop that is available to enroll in right now is being offered at 20% off. This is my workshop called Trigger Free, which you will be learning about if you listen to the last episode and if you listen to the next one that is coming very soon. This workshop has transformed the lives of my clients in ways that I can't even begin to tell you. And to be honest, this is the tool that I wish I had to transform my own life in a much more accelerated fashion. I wish I had this tool a few years before I actually created it, before I actually did have it. And now that it is here, I use it myself multiple times a week. This is a workshop to free you from being triggered permanently. And there are several other modules in there, including one with a practice called Balance and Align that you can do every morning that will totally shift your day and the way that you're feeling. I know that a lot of you guys are not just listeners, but you're also doers. And if you are looking for a new shift, a tool to really support you, a way to feel like you have some control over your reactions and your emotions and your reality, then I highly recommend this tool for you. I really just can't, I just can't recommend it enough. I think it's so powerful. And I mean, you can even, you can just check out the website and see for yourself the kind of things that people have said about this tool and the way that it's transformed them. So if you would like to sign up this month, May of 2022, there is a discount code that you enter into at checkout. It is transform 20. You can see more about that in the show notes. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I think it's a good one. I just listened back to it after I finished editing it and I liked it. So I I hope you guys like it too. If you do, please remember to subscribe so you know when new episodes are rolling out and rate and review. I really appreciate it when you take 
a few minutes to do that for me. And if you think that this episode could benefit a friend, maybe one of your friends or family members or colleagues who is in a kind of like a what the fuck moment, then please feel free to pass it along to them. Without further ado, please enjoy this episode of Transform. So currently in my life right now, I am enrolled in five group workshops. I'm a part of five uh, containers is what they call them in the sort of healing world. Five containers, five group workshops where I am learning various different things and implementing the things that I am learning. I am a huge fan of group workshops. And it's actually why I started doing my workshops, my masterminds, because there is, there's a really powerful energy that you get with a group, especially when the teacher has a lot of experiential wisdom to share. And I'm in this really amazing group workshop right now that is, the focus is on Zen Buddhism, like Zen meditation, Zazen. It's a little, it's a little off book from that, but the foundation is sort of uh, Zen Buddhism principles as they apply to meditation. And I was listening to the teacher this morning, and he was talking about the beauty of beginner's mind and how, how so much of our problems in life come from thinking we know thinking we we know everything. And we don't think, like we don't consciously think, oh, I know everything. But the way in which the mind works is we come up with beliefs or constructs to categorize everything. And our mind does this automatically and unconsciously. So we don't know that we're doing it. But we do this so that we can more rapidly process and live throughout our daily lives. But there can be a really powerful exercise where we release our knowing, where we consciously take the subconscious processes and we consciously choose to take on what is called the beginner's mind. In beginner's mind, we essentially approach something as though it were a blank slate. We release all of our knowing. And we take on the mindset of a beginner. You know, thinking back to childhood, it's like when you first learned how to ride a bike. Riding a bike is so weird, right? Because it's such an it's such an embodied thing. It's such it's something that we just essentially do with our body and our subconscious mind. And you really only figure it out through practicing. And when you start to learn how to ride a bike, you really have to release your knowing. You actually, in a way, have to get out of your head. You have to get outside of yourself, out of your own way, and you have to let the body kind of lead. And the cool thing is that we can do that with everything. What's the advantage of doing that? Well, the advantage of doing that is that we see things differently and we see things that maybe have always been there, but we just couldn't see before because we were focusing so intently. We were gripping so tightly on what we thought we knew on the things that we were certain of. You can enact the beginner's mind daily all the time, or you could specifically enact the beginner's mind when you feel 
stuck on something, anytime you're stuck on something, essentially there's just something that you're not seeing. There's something that you are not yet seeing that is yet to be revealed. And to accelerate the revealing, you could enact the beginner's mind. And you can also enact the beginner's mind whenever you're learning something. So interestingly, as I was sitting there listening to him this morning, there's so much that I already know about what he's teaching because I've read several books and I've been practicing meditation in various forms for the last at least 10 years. And yet when he brought up beginner's mind, I even caught myself. I was like, wow, I really pride myself on enacting the beginner's mind. And yet in this moment, I'm not enacting it. So if you, dear listener, would try this experiment with me and right now take on the beginner's mind. And the way that you do this is, first of all, you can just say to yourself, I release all my knowing. I release everything I know in this moment. And I totally open up to possibility and to learning and seeing and experiencing new things. And sometimes just saying that to ourselves can release our grip on our knowing and open us up to a whole slew of different possibilities, of different things, different revelations, different feelings, different emotions, different experiences occurring. And how does it feel to open up to possibility? How does it feel to reorient yourself to where you are a beginner at something instead of the knower of everything? Sometimes it can feel a little bit unnerving because we want to control everything. We want to know everything. For a lot of us, that is what makes us feel safe in our life and our bodies and the stories that we're living. But then there can be something also so freeing and releasing about surrendering to not knowing. And it's like we can open. We can open to something. And suddenly maybe there's a fluidity there. Maybe we don't feel so stuck anymore, so trapped, so confused. Suddenly there's maybe like an ease to us, to our minds, to our bodies, an ease to the way that we're flowing. When I was younger, as I've talked about on the last couple of episodes, I had a lot of anxiety. I had a lot of anxiety. And as I grew older, there was something that symbolized safety to me. And that something was the sciences. There was something about what I deemed at that time when I was learning about like hard facts and scientific proof and evidence that felt deeply satisfying to me, that felt safe to me in my body. And there was something about theories on things and the structure of things and constructs and all of these things that just felt like safety to me. You know why it felt like this is because those thoughts and constructs and theories, they had a order to them. They had a structure, a logical progression. They felt contained and boundaried. They felt like surety. And so knowledge and acquiring knowledge and the logical proceedings of things is what 
I turn to to feel a sense of internal safety. And there was something about learning that gave me a great sense of ease that soothed me. And so that's sort of what I did for many, many years to ease my own anxiety was I would just learn more and more things. In and outside of schooling programs, education, I was just always learning. And that felt like safety to me. What feels like safety to you? What do you sort of anchor into that gives you a sense of safety that makes you feel calm and grounded? Perhaps for you, it's learning, facts, evidence. Maybe it's something entirely different. Maybe it's physical activity makes you feel grounded. Doing something really strenuous or perhaps a slower moving physical activity. What is it for you that creates a sense of grounding in what otherwise might feel like anxiety in your body or in your thinking? There's this interesting thing that happens as we grow, and especially when we start honing in on like a personal transformative journey, which is that at some point, the old things stop working. What used to work before for us seems to decrease in its efficacy. The tools that we've used to help ourselves don't seem to be working. When I have a new client that joins one of my masterminds or that I'm just speaking to, and they tell me that something's going on and that their tools are no longer working for them, I get so excited. You know why? Because this is an opening. This is an opening. This is an opportunity for something new and more expansive to come through. Anytime something old stops working, it's an opportunity for something bigger and more expansive to come through. And the interesting thing is when we're in sort of that energy of like, whoa, this isn't working and we lose our bearings, we don't feel good in that space, do we? But if we have context for what's happening, what we can do is we can release our gripping, we can release our knowing, we can take on beginner's mind, and we can open to the possibility of the new thing that's trying to come through. Now, when the new thing is trying to come through, and let me give you some, let me give you an example of this so we know what I'm talking about. Taking my own example of, I always leaned into science and facts and knowing. At a certain point, these things no longer provided a deep solace or respite for me. And um, I didn't know what to do because at this point in my life, which was five, six, or seven years, I don't know, a while ago, I had also left religion. So I didn't have tools outside of what I considered concrete to stabilize me. But there were certain, there were a couple things that I was interested in that provided me with some sense of direction once I opened to them. Okay, so once I stopped the struggling and the sort of like dog paddling, that frenetic pace of trying to get my tools to keep working for me, 
trying to feel better with the tools that I had already used, but for some reason they were no longer working. And by the way, at this time, it wasn't just the learning and the science that was rooting me. It was also things like CrossFit, really intense workouts. None of those things were working for me either. In fact, when I would try and do CrossFit at this time, it actually just made me feel worse. (laughs) I'm laughing now because then it was like such a disorienting time. I was like, what in the actual fuck is going on? You know, like, how am I working out and I'm feeling worse afterwards? But that's what happens. Sometimes when we enter into these rebirths, these periods of of intense reorienting, a lot of the things that used to work don't. And it can be scary and it can be disorienting and can be um, deeply unsettling. And that's what was happening for me. And I tried and tried and tried to get them to work in all different sorts of settings and ways, you know, putting little like spins on things here and there. Nothing was working, of course. And so then I finally just kind of was like, oh, God. And I heard a few podcast episodes from some people that helped me to, I guess, release my gripping and open up to, okay, maybe there's something here I'm not seeing. And in that space, a few things came through, one of which was the book Michael Singer wrote called The Surrender Experiment. And I read The Surrender Experiment. And essentially what he did in this book was he surrendered to what you might call his intuition and to something. He surrendered to a deeper awareness, a kinetic energy, a something outside of him or deeper within him. I know that I'm being abstract, but in a way, that's the way that I was orienting to what he was explaining. It was essentially just a synergy of like, maybe there's something else here that can support me, that can guide me, that can lead me and help me in this disorienting energy. And I decided because nothing else was working to surrender as he did and to just start following my intuition on a whole other level. And an interesting thing started happening. I started being led to new tools. I started being led to different coaches or therapists or practitioners that helped me and were just what I needed. I started finding books that opened up my mind to a new way of thinking. I started tapping in to different sorts of realities, meaning the energy of things feeling into the energy of things, feeling into things unseen, and letting my mind just go there. Letting myself explore with curiosity instead of having like a fucking death grip on my way of seeing things, on the way that I think the world is and should be. And some of these death grips on my constructs were conscious, but most of them weren't. I didn't know that I had a death grip on science. I just thought, like, that's the way everyone should be, you know? But actually, so much of science is so fucking dogmatic. And the mark to me of a really evolved scientist is one that the more they get into their knowing, the more they release their knowing. And the more they say, there's so much we don't know. And they're open and they're curious to everything, especially things unseen. I have been scarred by dogma in my life. I felt super indoctrinated with religion growing up 
and felt like in certain ways it was weaponized against me. So I am like not a fan of dogma. And whenever I speak, in fact, I often lead by telling everyone, because a lot of my speaking engagements are like six to eight hours long. And so I'm about to teach some real shit here, right? But I always open with saying, look, I'm not trying to convince you of anything here. Believe what you want to. And dear listener, I hope you know, same goes for you. Anything on this podcast, take what resonates, leave the rest, right? Notice what's triggering, because that's interesting. And challenge your own thinking. If you're feeling defensive, ask yourself why. But am I trying to ever convince you of anything? No. In fact, that's what makes the world such a beautiful place, is that we can have varying opinions, be at varying stages of things, use different tools and try different things. And that's amazing. That's a beautiful thing. And yet, for as much as I hate dogma, I had made science a bit of a dogma for me. I was afraid of losing my sense of stability until it was just ripped right out from underneath me. And because I had no stability, I had to try a new thing. And isn't that the way of things. Isn't that the way things go so often? Because we have a death grip on something. And maybe we feel a nudge in a new direction, but we're just like, no, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make it work. Until we get to the point where it's like, not working anymore, is it? Nothing you do is making it work. We have a choice in that moment, by the way. We have a choice always in those moments, to essentially numb down and dumb down and pretend like the thing that we have seen isn't existing. Pretend like our tools are still working and everything is fine. Or we can surrender. Surrender to the new thing that's coming, but has not yet arrived. And that's scary. It's always scary. It's always scary. I've been going through one of these stages right now in my life about something going on. And it's scary. It's still scary, even though I've been through this a million times, and I know exactly what's happening. It's still scary to me. So here we are in the liminal space, the space between the old tools aren't working, the new things have yet to arrive. When I get a client or a student in one of my masterminds, or somebody that has purchased trigger-free that is connected with me, and they're telling me like, yeah, my tools just aren't working. I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you. Because here's the thing, on the other side of this feeling that you're having is an explosion of life. I sat down this afternoon to have a coffee at this really great cafe with my boyfriend And I told him, you know, the thing I'm looking to integrate more of and bring more forward in all the work that I'm doing is the magic of things. Because five, six years ago, life was such a fucking drag for me. I mean, truly, I just was like working myself to the bone for so many reasons that I thought were necessary. In fact, I didn't even see another way of being. 
I was just working, 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 and I was exhausted. And, you know, I had success, but there was not a lot of juice in my life, like pizzazz, crazy, fun, amazing, erotic energy. This just this like guttural, I am fucking thriving and my life is amazing. There was not a lot of that going on. And I also didn't, didn't know that life could be magical and amazing. So what happens is we enter into this time of not knowing, and it's always an opportunity to have a shift in consciousness. Because what happens is when we surrender to it, and we start finding what we need, and we're receiving what we need and creating ways to enter into that space and really be in it, things start to make themselves clear. And we start to have a new way of seeing comes to us and with it a new reality a new reality on the other side. Now, if you haven't experienced this, like if it's not like, oh yeah, I know exactly what she's talking about, then just wait because it's coming. And if you're in it right now, if you're in that space between, if you're like, yeah, something in my life isn't working, my tools aren't working, this is your opportunity to get to the other side. You will not feel the shift in reality the sort of magic, the openness, the expansiveness, the spaciousness on the other side, you will not get to that magic on the other side unless you enter in and acknowledge what's happening and open to possibility. Take on the beginner's mind. What kind of magic have I seen? Man, I've seen time-bending, magical, life-altering explosions of goodness and joy and abundance and beauty and batshit crazy things since I started this journey, like really started this journey since I went through my first, what you might call death and rebirth. Oh, man, what gifts, what gifts all of these opportunities. Now, when I'm being led through this, this time of not knowing, I'm just so excited for what's on the other side. I'm like, oh my God, my mind is about to be blown by something. And even though I'm disoriented, I can't wait to see where this is leading me. So this episode is a little abstract, right? It's all about ambiguity. And yeah, that's the whole thing. Releasing our knowing, taking on that beginner's mind, Leaping into the unknown, doing something differently. Something is calling you to the other side. Where in your life right now can you let go of your knowing? Where in your life right now can you take on this beginner's mind? What tools are no longer working? And what if you believed that they weren't working because you were actually being led on a journey to something better, to something more empowering, more expansive, more magic than you could ever dream of on the other side of what you're experiencing? But what if I told you the only way to get to the other side is to go all the way in to the not knowing? to surrender to the not knowing, to say to yourself within, your intuition, 
the universe, God, whatever you believe, your spirit guides, angels, whatever it may be, what if you were to just say to them, to that energy in the unknown, okay, here I am. I'm dropping all of my knowing. I'm releasing the tools that aren't working. I'm open to the possibility that there is more for me. And then, with a beginner's mind, you open to new ways of seeing things. And with this mindset, something will come. Something will happen. You will be drawn in. Something will occur to you. A new tool will pop up. You will be curious about something. And all you then do is you follow that curiosity. One step at a time, you let your curiosity lead you. And maybe right now you're thinking, "Eh, this isn't really me. Right now everything is like humming. I got everything figured out. But do you? Or is there that one area of your life that you wish were going a little bit differently? What would happen there if you took on that beginner's mind? What new things might you find? So, are you ready? Let's begin. Thank you so much for catching this episode of Transform Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. And as you listened, if you felt an opening, a curiosity, a intrigue about a new tool that might help you, that might help you expand and get to the other side of something, I urge you to check out Trigger Free. You can look at that workshop and check out all the modules and everything that you get included in it in the show notes. And right now, if you purchase soon, you will get a 20% discount, which is huge. 20% discount by using the code TRANSFORM20. Link up to that in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here today. I truly, truly appreciate you and your time from my heart to yours. We'll see you soon.